So does your photo album read just like a Facebook highlight reel, having just only the happy memories visible? Does your photo album include everyone in your family, especially you, the parent taking the pictures? Well, I have to admit that this is not an easy task. It has to be an intentional effort on our parts. And the odds of you having pictures of yourself in the photo album are probably as rare as a good hair day. But I will recommend that you listen to what Stacey Cancenary has to say about being a family photographer and the importance of keeping memories that are imperfect. Let's listen in. Hello and welcome to the Power of Kids Book Podcast, where we believe books are a catalyst for inspiring and empowering change. I'm your host, Dory Durbin, and today we have Stacey Canzanieri. She's a family photographer, a mama, and also the founder of the Memory Keepers Club. And she's here today to tell us all about the importance of family photos. Welcome, Stacey. Thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting. We're big book readers at home, so. Oh, that's awesome. That is, I love to hear that, obviously. Mm -hmm. I also love that you are a professional photographer and have that connection, that visual connection with families. Yes. Can you tell me how you got started in doing what you're doing now? Yeah, absolutely. Probably like a lot of moms out there, like when I had kids, my first child, my oldest is actually 19. She's about to turn 20. Um, So all those decades ago when I first had her, it was my experience anyway. In the beginning, it was sort of lonely. It was overwhelming. It was, I was like one of the first out of my friend group to have kids. So nobody was really going through it at the same time as me. So it was actually my husband who gave me a camera for Christmas one year. And then I just, I mean, I loved it. I loved taking pictures of her, like literally everything that she did. It was, and it wasn't just like the big you know, milestones, like a first smile or like first foods or first steps or anything like that. It was, you know, little fingers, little toes. It was her hair, like the way her hair curled. It was all those sort of in-between moments, everyday moments that I fell in love with capturing. And then I had two more kids and it just sort of like grew. The interesting thing is, probably a lot of moms can relate is as the kids get older, they don't want their photos taken as much, but I have an 11 year age gap between my, well now middle and my youngest. And it's sort of like reignited my love of photography and kind of why I got into it in the first place. So it's renewed that passion for me in a way. That's awesome. And you yeah. you know, it's funny. I, with my experience, I only have two kids and they were closer together and mm-hmm. I took a bunch of pictures in the beginning and then got really busy and didn't take yeah. the second one. So yeah. it's, you really had that passion to continue and develop your art. Yeah, I did. And you know what? So many years ago, it was social media was just coming on the scene and I was taking pictures with a film camera. So I was developing my pictures. Um, And I do feel like once social media came on and I started sharing my pictures, that's sort of when it snowballed because I got like that feedback of, oh, these are so nice. And and then, of course, it was, can you take my kid's picture? And that's (laughs) how my business formed. Um, But it is, you know, for all the bad things about social media, for me, it was sort of a positive thing because I was connecting with other moms over, you know, motherhood and sharing pictures and stuff. So it was nice. Yeah. And you actually have taken this to the point where you're actually a professional photographer and you have, like you said, the memory keepers. Can you talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah. So what I'm trying to do with the memory keepers is really just, I, I, some of the words that I use are like inspiration, encourage, motivate, because like you were saying, it gets so busy, right? When the kids are little and as they're growing and you get so, you're just pulled in a million different directions, especially if you have more than one kid, right? You're all over the place and it just becomes less of a priority to sort of document your days. Um, You probably pull out a camera for the bigger moments like holidays or um, any kind of milestone, like first days of school and birthdays and stuff like that. But I really want to encourage moms to capture more of their everyday because I do feel like photography is very much linked to mindfulness and like because you kind of have to slow down and you're paying attention to things more and you're you're noticing things that maybe you wouldn't normally notice. So I, I'm trying to encourage other moms to do that inside the Memory Keepers Club. And the other really big thing about that is getting themselves in photos. Um, you know, we're big. We're I'm sure if you're nodding your head, you're brought in the same <laughs> as me too. Like if this, this wasn't like what I did for a living, I probably would not be as good as I am about getting in photos with my kids. And even though I think I'm good, I still could be way better. Um, But yeah, encouraging moms to get in photos with their kids because we're always, I shouldn't say always, we're usually the ones behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that because um, we were just at an event last night and they said, oh, you should probably get in this picture and and be part of the picture. And I looked at the person, I was like, what? And I thought, <laughs> it didn't even occur to you, right? And it doesn't it didn't occur to me at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you're right. Those moments that you, especially the big ones, but even the small ones, you yeah. want those memories. And yeah. Do Do you think that a lot of moms, because of the chaos, because of the the frazzle, they choose not to be in the pictures to some extent too? I think that's part of it. I think part of it for me, especially, is um like insecurities that I have just about you know. I mean, half the time I'm in a ponytail or a mom bun and it's, you know, leggings and I don't have makeup on. And I do think so that if I bring it back to social media for a minute, that's one thing I do sort of think is the negative side of it, because obviously what we're putting out there is sort of everybody calls it a highlight reel, right? All the best stuff. So you're seeing, you know, moms and kids in pictures and it's, they're usually made up or they're dressed nice or their kids are dressed nice. And that's not reality half the time. You know, if I want to wait to get a nice picture of my kids where I have makeup on or, you know, I'm dressed nicely or I'm not covered in, I don't know, food stains or something, <laughs> then it's going to be a very long time before I get a picture with my kids. So I'm um, hopefully, you know, I can encourage other moms to just do it. We don't have to share it, right? We can take the pictures and, the goal is the end game, like, you know, 20, 30 years from now, when these kids are looking at, when our kids are looking at these pictures and seeing us as moms, like playing with them and having fun with them. And I don't know, I just, I always am thinking about that. Like, what are, what, what are my kids going to inherit from me in terms of like the photos that they see and the memories that they have of their childhood? So Oh, that's, that's really deep. That's like a, a heart type for me. I know. Yeah. And it's so hard for me to talk about because I know that like, whoever wants to talk about, okay. Or think about when we're gone, like, mm-hmm. what are these kids going to, what kind of memories are they going to have of us? And yeah, it's, it's a touchy subject, but that <laughs> is sort of like the purpose behind it all. Sometimes I don't know if that's too, 
no, no, hard that's to think great. about. I mean, your your oldest is close to the age of both my kids. And okay. um, so I have a sophomore in college and then I have a senior in high school this year. Nice. And so I'm going through those. Okay. We got one out. Now it's the last of this. It's the last thing. Yes, of this. All the last. And yeah. It's just, you know, like I could, I'm fighting it, but I could tear up because you're thinking, okay, I've got all these pictures and all these memories and yeah, it's just an emotional piece. It is. It's very emotional. And I think that's why we are always behind the camera too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree. Like I don't, I don't know if, if dads and oh gosh, I hope I don't get any hate for this, but like <laughs> dads had the same emotional connection. Yeah. I don't know. Or or like, and maybe that's why they don't think to pick up. And some of them do. I know. Okay. I'm torn here. Some yeah. dads do. Some dads maybe don't have the forethought or they just don't think about picking up a camera to to capture those moments like we would, I guess. Yeah. I think it's just a little bit more of that maternal instinct. Yeah. Yeah. And and definitely there are dads that are a little bit more cued into that, but most of them are, they're busy, you know, they're not thinking in that respect. So I, I, I'll try to filter the hate moments there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I don't think you should feel bad though, because I think it's true. It it just is a little more natural for us. And yes, um, you know, especially holding on to memories and holding on to things like that. It it just tends to come to women a little bit differently. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So in that same vein, um, you talked about social media and I, I think, you know, especially having older kids, I think we both have seen this. It's had such a big influence yeah. on our kids' development and what they see and like the perfection piece of things. And so do you, do you do anything with that? Like when you're teaching people to take pictures or how do you feel about that? It's really tricky because on one hand, I think for me as a mom, it it helped me in the beginning because I was able to connect with other moms who were sort of going through the same thing, but I'm much older. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm not a teenager who is bombarded with, and honestly, I can, I feel it sometimes too, that sort of comparison trap. So it's, it like never goes away. It's really difficult to navigate social media. I think about when my five-year-old is old enough for like a phone and, and all that, like, is it going to be different? Is it going to be worse? Are we going to allow her to use any of that stuff? I mean, it's nice to have a phone to take photos because it's so accessible but it could also be really tricky to teach kids how to use it properly mm-hmm. and then share it without, you know, hurting anyone's feelings or, yeah, yeah. it's really tricky. I think so too. I think it's it's back to those conversations you need to have mm-hmm. between you and your kids and, and setting up some of the guidelines. But yeah, the older they get, the harder it gets, I think too. It does. It does. We are, we're so bombarded by like the, all these beautiful images and, you know, as a photographer, I want to put that out there. I want to put out the beautiful images and stuff. So, um, it's a, it's a balance. Um, cause I like seeing it, but I do also like seeing the real, real behind the scenes, you know what yeah. I mean? No filters and all that stuff. I'm trying to embrace that aspect of it. <laughs> Only on our pictures, right? Just filters on ours. Yeah. <laughs> Personal pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that actually, okay. So the importance of creativity was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. And I think, I think that really comes into that imperfection piece of things too. So 
How do you see photography as being a creative visual art and how are you encouraging people? I know you are already, but how do you encourage them to have that creative eye that doesn't need to have that perfection? Well, you know, it's so interesting because my, I can see in like my daughter and I, when we're sitting down and even if we're just coloring or whatever, she will look at my picture and be like, well, mine doesn't look like yours and I'm not as good as you. And I could see that like with taking pictures and stuff and people comparing, like we were talking before, but the wonderful thing about photography and any kind of art. And I tell my five-year-old this is that there's no right or wrong way to do it. Like it's your art. So you get to create it any way that you want. Um, and definitely goes for photography. I think it's so nice too, because, um, there's so many different ways to make a beautiful photograph. So, you know, I could try to teach you like how to see creatively and learn how to use light. And, but like my style of photography might not be something that you're drawn to. Maybe you like really dark and moody photos and I like them bright and, you know, airy and all that stuff. So uh, again, like with any kind of art, it's so nice to be able to embrace all different styles and with children, especially teaching them that it's okay to like, if you know the rules, then you can break the rules of photography. I think that's one thing that I like to encourage. Like I'm going to teach you all this stuff and, and how you can do it, but you don't have to do it that way. You can break those rules. So. Yeah. You know, I think that's what is intimidating to a lot of people when, when they sit down to do something creative, Mm -hmm. they feel like because they don't have formal education or they don't have the right um, tools in their mind uh, that what they're going to create is going to be subpar and it's not going to be appreciated. And I, do you see that in photography? Yeah. And, and, and it should be like, and I'm sure with writers too, how many times they say like your, your first draft is never your best draft, right? So your foot, your first photo is never your best photo. That's why you just keep taking them and taking them and taking them. And one of the things, um, as a photographer, they tell you to do to get better is to take on a three, 365 project. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's a photo every day for a year. So it's, you know, getting into the habit of taking a photo. And on some days when you feel like you don't want to pick up your camera, you do it anyway. So you're sort of pushing yourself through that discomfort or, um, you know, feeling like you're not creative and just take the photo anyway, because you build that habit and then you start to see, um, or or develop like a style, I guess, and see the things that you enjoy taking pictures of. So, I mean, it, it, it really is. It's so, it's so interesting because you're definitely going to take a million bad photos, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's the point, you know, and that's how you grow. And that's a good thing to teach children as well. Like it's okay to do something bad Mm -hmm. in order to grow and get good at it. Yeah. You have to have those mistakes to to even start. Yeah. Yeah. So when you start kids off with photography and and let's say I'm just a parent who maybe has a phone or maybe they have a official camera, I'm not sure, but how do you encourage them to start and to start to love that experience? So this, I think also, and I was talking about mindfulness before is also applies to children and is so wonderful because you're teaching them to slow down. They have to look through the camera and see how they want to compose it. They're observing things throughout their day. They're noticing things. So I think it's an awesome 
um, medium for kids. And what's also nice is they can do it by themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of things you maybe need help with or whatever, but they can go out and do it by themselves. Um, I would just say there's so many decisions that you can make too. Like even from something as simple as how to hold your camera, like, are you going to take this picture, you know, horizontally? Are you going to take it vertically? Um, are you going to get up really close? Are you going to stand further back? Like, what do you want to include in the photo? What do you think we should move out of the way for the photo? Um, yeah. And even just the basic, regardless of what kind of camera you're using, and you don't even need a camera in your hand to pay attention to light. And that I think is a really great um, beginning. Um what's the word I'm looking of beginning like lesson for kids to learn about light and uh, notice light and see where it's coming from and shadows and all that. I mean, you need light for a photograph. So we always start there. <laughs> so really they can, if they had a phone and they were being supervised, obviously mm -hmm. just taking even pictures of their family, their pets, anything yeah. like that would be. I think what's start. really fun too is if you want to get, if parents want to get involved, is like giving them a project to do maybe like mm -hmm. have your kids photograph a day in their life like set if they're using a phone let's say set an alarm on their phone for every hour and just when that alarm goes off take a picture whatever you're doing or um give them like a scavenger hunt to do um there's so many fun kids activities to do with a camera uh, you could do like photograph the abc's um mm -hmm. photograph the rainbow so that you're like stretching your creative muscles and and you're also as a parent being involved in what they're photographing and it would be so fun for them to come back and show you like you know here mom this is what I did and and then you can talk about the photo that that they've taken so it's a good connecting thing too yeah I was just thinking <laughs> you remember uh, this is aging me a little bit but mm -hmm. uh, being in the car and going for long rides and not having devices mm -hmm. and looking for the alphabet on the road yeah and or license plates from certain yeah. states. We do so that with cars. We do the rainbow every time, all the time. We're looking for um, all the colors of the rainbow with different cars. That's so funny you say that. Yeah. And so now you just use a camera and capture yeah. those same kinds of things. That's really yeah. cool. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That, what a conversation you could have because the writing side of me is like, and then they yeah. can actually write about it. You know? Yeah, they could. And yes, and that would lead to journaling or even like, storytelling because you could tell stories with photos and then so let's say they pick up their favorite stuffed animal because you can do this with really young kids too. Yeah. pick up their favorite stuffed animal and have them tell a story with the pictures and then come back with those pictures and if they're a little bit older write about it or even just talk about you know their teddy bear went to the park with them and then he went on the swings and I don't know maybe he fell down or something like that so yeah it's it's so it works so well with journaling and writing that's a really neat idea. Yeah, I just had this vision of like a really, really young child that was very um, verbal. Even if they couldn't take the pictures themselves, the parents could have them lead them through the story yeah. and take pictures and yeah. write about it later. That would be really cute down yeah. the road, you know? Yes. And I think with really little kids too, what's fun is those Instax Polaroid cameras. Oh. You have that instant gratification of like a photo actually coming out. They, my kids love that. That's those are great. such a great thing to have. That would be so fun. Yeah, yeah, I love that idea. So before I forget, tell me about your camp because that that's kind of tying into all these ideas, I think. Yeah, so right now it's in person, but I would love to do like an online thing eventually. Um, and it's 
pretty much everything that we've been talking about, all those ideas about I'm going to be including a scavenger hunt for the kids to do. How I'm going to plan it is sort of we're going to talk about a lesson, whether it be light or shadows or a composition, which is really just like arranging all the elements in a photo and how you can do that creatively and then go out and practice it. Because I feel like you can talk about it, but you have to go out and practice it too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it'll be really fun. I'm trying to do ages like seven to 12, but I do think older kids would be really into it too. Yeah. My high school daughter takes a photography class and I feel so like, just want to like shake the teacher sometimes because they don't really do a lot. And I feel like there's so much fun stuff you can do with photography. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and with the digital um, application of photography too, you know, you think about, you can download it, put it into a program, you could draw on top of it, you could add words, like there's all those mm-hmm. other components that you can add. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that sounds like a great camp. I want to go. Can I go? <laughs> yeah. And I've actually even toyed with the idea of doing, toyed with the idea of doing like uh mom and me, you know, where like you come in together and you're like practicing taking pictures on each other. And then that's something that you can take with you and do more of at home. So I think that would be a really fun class to do. You know, um, back when my kids were little, the only thing that we could afford at the time was Sears portraits. (laughs) And we went to, I mean, we went to Sears portraits and they took pictures and I thought it was so strange at first. They took like pictures of the quadrants of their faces and their toes and their fingers. And those were my favorite pictures. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Because at the time I thought, well, I just wanted like the perfect portraits and, you know, and Mm -hmm. and they were getting tired and kind of grumpy. And so it was kind of the best she could do. But I look at those pictures now and I think that was, they're just like precious to see their tiny little faces and part of their face. And I, something like that, where you had a mom and and me type of experience, that would be Mm -hmm. really fun because they're going to pick up and notice things about you. Yes. And you them later that you'd really appreciate and never really noticed, I guess. I know. I find that so interesting as I get older that I am drawn to those types of um, like out of the ordinary shots. Yeah. More so. I don't know if it has to do with age and like like being less about perfection and not caring as much. And then because sometimes those photos like, you know, we have a holiday coming up and of course I'm going to want a picture of all the kids together, but if they're not in the mood or they're not cooperating, I'm probably just going to take it anyway. And then (laughs) 10, 15 years down the road, it'll be a story that I can tell. And it will also sort of like show off their personalities, their dynamic as it was at that time. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm done with trying to force things and trying to make things perfect. (laughs) Usually the forced pictures end up making everybody grumpy right? anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So many people use those funny ones as like Christmas cards and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think those are great. I just love the reality yeah. of the picture, it. you know? Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. Because we can all relate, right? Like <laughs> try to get a good a good picture of your kids all together and it's a disaster. <laughs> We tried to do selfies one time for a Christmas card and I put the phone on the back of the couch Yeah, and we had a, my great Dane was around at that time. And so oh. we were all focused on trying to keep him sitting. And mm-hmm. so we did the time-lapse, you know, quick photos yeah. and no one looked at the camera. I think maybe, maybe the great Dane did, but everybody else was focused on <laughs> oh, that is great if the dog is looking, but yeah. nobody is, you know, but at the time I was thinking, oh, it's got to be so much better, but it would have been a hilarious Christmas card because yes, it would said, have. 
they would have related. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. So, okay, this is a tough question. I apologize oh. for it, but but I want to know. So if you were to have parents be equipped and equip their own kids about how photography can enhance their kids' lives, okay, what would be a couple things that you would say that you would want them to know? I would definitely want parents to know that photography can enhance, build up your child's self-esteem for sure. And there have even been, I've read about this recently, there have even been studies about how kids seeing pictures of themselves at home, like up on the walls can also help build their esteem. It's sort of like, you know, lets them know where they fit in the family, lets them know that they're loved. Um, But having them have giving your kids the power of like holding the camera in their hands and being able to make decisions about how they want their photo to look and how they, how they feel creative. It, I just feel like it's such a great self-esteem builder. Now I think where it gets tricky is when you add in social media to it. Right. And then maybe they're sharing these pictures and you get people making not so nice comments. Then I feel like it might be a little tricky, but if you're if you're a young child or even older, you know, whatever the age is, I do feel like anything that allows you to feel creative can bolster your self-esteem. So that would be one thing. Um, and it's also, like I was saying before, an activity that you don't really need a lot to do. Sometimes that gets in the way, right? Whether it's expenses or it's equipment, like you, you know, just grab your phone, go outside in your backyard. There's not a lot standing in the way of you getting it done unless you give yourself a million excuses, but, um, and they can do it by themselves. They don't need necessarily a class or, um, you know, if they're hanging out by themselves, they don't need their friends to be doing it. So, you know, they could take the time to, it's like reading a book or watching a show, just pick up your phone, go outside and take some pictures. I'm thinking too, it would really show them their growth and development too, as, as being in tune to details, Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that's one thing that, you know, (laughs) I know as a parent, I was always like, pay attention to this, pay attention to that. But when they're kind of exploring something new like that, they're even more in tune to details. Yes. Yes. And like we were saying to the mindfulness acts Mm -hmm. aspect of it. Yeah, for sure. Paying attention to all those little details that you might otherwise not notice. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, so you're in New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, you should be in Michigan, but in <laughs> <laughs> so in New Jersey, besides being close to you, where is a good spot for them to find you and, and connect with you? So I am always on Instagram. I'm Stacy May and Co on Instagram, but I also have an email list where I send out um, if there's people who are interested in in photography. I send out an email every Friday that includes Friday called Friday Photo Tips. So creative, right? That's awesome, though. <laughs> um, yeah. So email or or uh, Instagram is where I'm at all the time. Stacy, this has been just a enjoyable experience and you've given us some great information. Thank I appreciate you. that. Yeah, oh, thank it was you. fun. Good, good. Well, thank you. And we'll make sure that all those links that you've provided are in your list underneath um, in the show notes. And uh, we'll just let people reach out to you. I'm sure they will be. Okay, good. I'm excited. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Dory.